Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, the last Friday of May 2021. It is May 28th. I hope that you are going to have a great Memorial Day weekend. Got things planned, barbecue, friends, family. Um, as we close out the week, let's just kind of take a second before Dave joins us and we'll recap this again uh, when he does join us. But uh, here's where we are right now. And, uh, and we will check out that and just remember, folks, that um, there's only one thing that really matters that you need to be focused on when it comes to uh, getting ready for retirement. If you're already retired, it's, it's going to be how much risk do you have in your portfolio? I know, I know I sound like a broken record, but it is the only thing that any of us can control within our portfolio. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 to find out what your risk number looks like. Again, 863-382-0037. Hey, we're getting ready to move over to Dave and uh, excited about our conversation with him as we head into this Memorial Day weekend. Much action there. Cover version of the Weird Al Yankovic hit, Eat It. It's uh, 8.42 now, 18 before 9. Time to make one last gander at your money for the month of May. That's right. The month is going to be over from the financial market standpoint as of the end of today. Head downtown to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler is standing by. Philip, good morning. How you doing on a Friday? Hey, good morning. Doing well today. It's, uh, hey, I hope everybody's got some great plans for Memorial Day. It's, uh, it's going to be nice. It's, well, it's going to be nice until Memorial Day afternoon. So if you've got a barbecue in the afternoon plan, do it by Sunday. <laughs> There's a 40% chance of rain on Memorial Day. And, you know, this might be one of those rare times in which we actually say, oh, goody, rain on a holiday, because heaven knows we need it, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I can't think of how many days we've not had any rain at all. And so we could definitely use the water. Yeah, we'll even tolerate it on a holiday. Yesterday was kind of an interesting day on Wall Street. We were mostly up. Dow managed to gain 142 points. NASDAQ gained five. And NASDAQ, well, down 1.72. That's as close to flat as you can get. So net-net, I'm calling it a positive day. Uh, start the morning out with a whole bunch of data dump stuff out of the federal government. And uh, why the market's responding positively, it's beyond me. PCE inflation is something we hadn't watched that much for years, but it stands for personal consumption expenditures. And dang, we set a new record on that for the last 10 years. 3.6% inflation for our uh, personal consumption expenditures. I don't think any of us that have been to the grocery store are surprised by that, are you? Absolutely not. I mean, uh, it's... Uh... And not just the grocery stores, just things in general have, have creeped up in price. But you do see it more at the grocery store probably than anyplace else. Oh, yeah. I just I kind of take that as the routine shopping we all experience. Up about the amount of the market expected, up by six-tenths last month. Uh, core was up also by about the same amount, seven-tenths of a percent. I think core PCE inflation excludes things like gasoline. So that shows even the junk that we that we don't need was going up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so, uh, and well, let's face it, fuel, we've seen fuel be going up here uh, really most of this year, right? We've not seen the prices we saw that we saw in the fourth quarter last year. 
That's absolutely true. The other macro figure the federal government came up with was uh, personal income. And this would sound tragic until you consider the fact that we had that uh, big dump of money out of the government. Personal income down by 13.1% last month. Got to keep in mind we had a bunch of stimulus checks that went out the month before. Well, that, that's right. And so you know, they expected it to be down by 14% minus. So so it missed by a little bit. So, But basically, that number is in line, I would say, with expectations. The other macro that you and I didn't talk about ahead of time, it came out after we were on the radio yesterday, and that was pending home sales index. Oh, yeah. How'd that do? That Not good. Not good, Dave. Oh. Um, it was expected to increase by 1%, and it actually fell. 4.4%. So uh, so that was not a good number. Now, I'm thinking probably when you really dig down in, it's probably because there's no inventory to sell. So um, even though that number's down, I got to think it's because of an inventory issue. It did kind of take the bloom off the party about 10 a.m., though. I noticed we started a downward trend on the blue chips right about 10 a.m. when that report came out. So I guess there was an impact on the market, wasn't there? Yeah, there, there was, and that, that's uh, probably a big enough swing that it uh, definitely did because, you know, sale of real estate, whether there's inventory or no inventory, is an economic booster in your community. So, you know, by not having as many sales, pending sales, then that's less people doing the things they have to do to get ready to close those houses up. Absolutely. Income for the real estate agents, traffic with the banks, and uh, all the home improvement stuff that comes when you make a move. The uh, sales aren't there, whether it's for good reasons or bad. It's not good for the economy. Uh, Checker just came up that inflation number, that 3.6%, was the uh, 13-year high for the uh, PCE inflation numbers. So lest anybody said inflation, what inflation? I got a bulletin for you. It's real, right? It is real. It is real. You know, and, and I think we're going to continue to see inflation increase over time. Um, you know, unlike a lot of people out there, I'm not so sure about the hyperinflation deal. And, and I've read several articles lately predicting that. I, I just don't know that that will happen based on what I'm seeing right now. I got a sneaking hunch our Federal Reserve will, if anything, our biggest problem with the Federal Reserve is over-responding over the years. I'm not necessarily scared of that either, but, uh, you know, three and a half, four percent inflation, that's a real possibility since the Fed has basically said they're going to start uh, doing a multi-year average in order to get to that two percent average. So we had basically zero last year. If we go to four this year, they'll say, hey, we're right on target. Thanks, exactly. guys. I appreciate that. Exactly. <laughs> But it'll be a painful 2% average. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Thanks a lot, guys. 4% this year hurts even with zero last year. That's right. It, it is. We get used to what we had, and that's probably one of the downsides. We had low inflation, relatively speaking, for the last 10 years or so. So, um, you know, anything above that one and a half, you know, really starts to feel painful. Absolutely. We, we got to keep in mind when we talk about inflation, some is a good thing uh, for no other reason from the federal government standpoint, because when we have to borrow all the money we borrow, if the inflation rate is 2%, which is what the Fed says is what they want to see on an average basis, that means that overspending we're doing this year is actually being overspent at a 2% discount starting next year because the money's cheaper when you do it in the out months off of bonds. So as long as the inflation rate stays relatively under control and the interest rates stay under control, a little inflation is not bad for the economy. It's when it starts getting 4% and above, we all go, ouch. 
Well, that, that's true. That is exactly right. We don't want to see it get up to those extreme numbers um, because it, it does become more and more evident and more and more painful. Absolutely. Earnings season is kind of on the tail end of it, and you and I sometimes get surprised by the number of household names that are reporting in a morning. I get a feeling this is one of those mornings. It, it is, Dave. As we close out May, we had a bunch of retailers actually report, and it did. It caught me kind of by surprise, too. Uh, we had Ulta, uh, Beauty Supply. Those uh, We've got one of those here in our town. Uh, they beat by more than twice expected. They came at $4.07 a share for earnings. Um, they had better than expected revenue. They raised their full year guidance. They're, uh, I guess that's a lot because people are getting back out there. They got to you know, beautify themselves to, uh, to get back out there in public. So um, that's, uh, they're, they're getting a nice little bump today, up four and three quarter percent right now. Cool. Good to start with good news. It is. It is. And mostly we have good news today. Uh, we have big lots. They reported. Um, they did better than expected, too. They came in at like $2.62 compared to $1.69 they were expected. Revenue was ahead. Same store sales were up 11.3% compared to about 6% that was expected. Uh, everything looked really good, and they took a real big bounce right at the beginning. Um, but then they started to taper off. Not sure what in that report um, gave that indication, but they're actually down three and three quarter percent right now. I wonder if that's just kind of following the notion that the discounters are expected to flatten out a little bit as the economy reopens and the full price luxury opportunities get in there. That, that could be, and there's no guidance actually either. So maybe if they had some decent guidance, that would have helped them out a little bit too. I hear. Um, so then we go to sporting goods. We got Hibbit Sports. They uh, they beat by almost a hundred percent. I mean, they came in at five dollars a share. They're expected to be at two seventy seven. Um, revenue was ahead of expectations. Now get this one, Dave, which makes sense when you figure COVID. But same store sales up eighty seven point three percent. Sometimes uh, circumstances provide some really warped differences, kind of like that negative number on, con on consumer income. It looked terrible until you consider why. This is one of those stores were closed last year. They better be yep. better. This year. That's right. That's right. So they also raised their full-year guidance, full-year forecast. And uh, I don't know, Dave, they, they, uh, they probably didn't show up on a list anywhere, but they would be on your big winner list today because they're up nine point, almost 9.4%. Wowzers. They aren't on yeah. my listing, but that would be the top of my big winner list. They will actually open at a new 52-week high by about uh, $8 or $7 a share, higher than, cool. than 52 weeks. So, so good, good numbers there. Uh, we got Dell Technology, computer company. You know, they've probably benefited greatly from this stay-at-home stuff. Um, they, they beat by about, uh, oh, 60 cents a share. Uh, their revenue beat expectations, too. Demand strong for their, their products. They do have a little fly in the ointment, which is hitting a lot of industries, and that would be the chips. You know, everybody has to have the computer chips to, to get those things built. So they're, uh, they're basically flat. They're down two-tenths of a percent this morning. we got a hunch that guidance is probably hurting Hewlett-Packard because I've got them toward the top of my big loser list this morning. That chip shortage is going to really cream some of the techs. Well, yeah, it did, and, and it will. I mean, they did beat – HP, I got their number. They did beat by – four cents a share uh, and revenue was ahead of expectations, but, and they raised their full year guidance. So 
Um, but they did warn about the shortage of chips too. So that, that is a big deal for them. And All then right. we got one, the, one more, the big box store, Costco. Yeah. So they beat by uh, 40 cents a share uh, uh, their revenue beat forecast. Now they, they gave some warnings. Um, they've, they're seeing increased costs for their product, for, for their products and they're having to pay people more. So bigger salaries coming their way. And so they're, uh, that's putting a little damper on their stock price this morning down uh, a little over six tenths of a percent this morning. All righty. Resetting the table with blue chips up in the uh, text. Generally flat yesterday, 45 minutes before we open. Where are we going so far, Philip? You know, Dave, on the index front, we're looking really great. Uh, we got the Dow up uh, a little over four-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is up a quarter of a percent. And the uh, NASDAQ's up uh, a little over a tenth of a percent. And uh, Russell 2000 is doing good, too. It's up almost a half a percent. So, so those things look great this morning. Uh, not so much on the uh, commodities front. We've got silver down uh, a little over 1%. Uh, gold's down about a tenth of a percent. And then the one that we don't want to see going up is going up drastically. Uh, it's up six-tenths of a percent, six-tenths of a percent crude oil uh, to $67.26 a barrel, Dave. That is El Stinko. I mean, look for gas price increases over the next week, folks. World markets, by and large, the Asian rim markets were up at the close early this morning. Europe is up by in the half a percent range across most of their indexes midway through their day. Philip, we're looking at Memorial Day. The end of May is here. If anybody's looking at planning for what to do for the summer months, maybe one of your to-do list items ought to be to check out your retirement funds and make sure they're stable while the uh, markets are acting weird. How do I find you to get that appointment? Absolutely, Dave. They can give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule there. No obligation financial x-ray where we look to see how much risk is in the portfolio and what they're paying and fees and expenses that they may not see on the surface. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. All righty. And us back together again Tuesday after a Memorial Day off. I wish you and your family and everybody at Statler Financial a blessed and meaningful Memorial Day, Philip, and we'll see you then. All right, man. Y'all have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Be safe. Have fun with family and friends. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you so much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. From All right, folks. Again, we've closed out May. Hopefully, we will end up on a positive note today for heading into the first week of June. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Remember, think about those people that have made things possible for us here in the United States. Take care. And until Tuesday, have a great day.